Say that again, Lisa. Uh, I wonder if they canceled all the sunset cruises because usually there's a lot, lot of boats out there and there's none right now. You're right. Although we can see the orange is like a, a streak across the water because there's a lot of clouds. Yeah. Oh, it would, that means if they're... Well, maybe God will lift some of the clouds so we could get some cool colors. It's still pretty, though. But we'll though. still see this. We should still see the sun, the ball, you know what I mean? Like it, the real bright light come It down. depends on how strong the clouds are. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty pretty quiet and calm out here for we'll starting out. We'll wait in anticipation. We will. So just like we, Advent, that's coming up. Oh, very nice tie-in. We are on to Psalm 80, which is crazy unbelievable that we have made it. We're over halfway. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the... Oh, wait. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Deacon. Uh, you're Deacon Dave. What are you trying to do? We didn't do the opening. Hi, I'm Deacon Dave. <laughs> I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon <laughs> Dave and Layperson <laughs> Lisa show. I'm like, what is wrong with this woman right now? As I was saying, apparently people go crazy when the sun begins to set. <laughs> yeah. Especially if their name is Layperson Lisa. Yes. So we are on to Psalm 80. Oh, yeah. So here we go, Lisa. Let's see how many lines I get today. For the leader, according to Lily's Edith, a psalm of Asaph. O shepherd of Israel, lend an ear, you who guide Joseph like a flock. Seated upon the cherubim, shine forth. Upon Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up your power and come to save us. O God, restore us. Light up your face and we shall be saved. Lord of hosts, how long will you smother smolder in anger while your people pray. You have fed them the bread of tears, made them drink tears in great measure. You have left us to be fought over by our neighbors. Our enemies deride us. O God of hosts, restore us. Light up your face and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out nations and planted it. You cleared out what was before it. It took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shadow. The cedars of God by its branches. It sent out its boughs as far as the sea. Its shoots as far as the river. Why have you broken down its walls so that all who pass along the way pluck fruit? The boar from the forest strips the vine. The beast of the field feeds upon it. Turn back again, God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine, the stock your right hand has planted, and the son whom you made strong for yourself. Those who would burn or cut it down, may they perish at your rebuke. May your hand be with the man on your right, with the son of man whom you made strong for you, yourself. Then we will not withdraw from you. Revive us and we will call on your name. Lord God of hosts, restore us. Light up your face and we shall be saved. Much shorter than the last one. I Way shorter than the last one you did. It's, it's, oh, look, a Coast Guard boat. Yeah, all kinds of stuff going on. So it's kind of, the water just got a little bit closer, Lisa. Yeah, um, oh, you're right. Yeah, very much closer. <laughs> it's getting louder too. So what word stepped out, jumped out at me was Edith. Yes, because my granny Reeves' name was Edith. Really? And oddly enough, we were at a cemetery yesterday, a very old cemetery. And by the way, I found the oldest gravesite of someone who was born of 1803. Yes. I believe I won that competition. You did. I, I don't think it was a 
was an unspoken competition. We, if I knew it was a competition, I would have found it. But I think you and Pretty I were close. having that competition without really... An, an unsaid without, competition. We were, weren't we? I think so. Yeah, so... But mine was 1803 to 1895. Uh, okay, okay. Right. But now, here's the thing. Yeah. I, there was a tombstone there mm -hmm. that had the name Edith on it. Oh, wow. Right. And so that immediately made me think of my Granny Reeves. And it's like she's saying hi to you. Well, yeah, it's not like a it's not like a name you hear that often yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so Edith Odell Reeves, you know, was her name. Uh -huh. And um, and then for Edith to be in this reading yeah, today, really cool. it just it just kind of jumped out at yeah, me. Yeah, she's thinking of you. Yeah. So I want to talk about my Granny Reeves. Okay. Because uh, she was an awesome woman. Yeah. She's the woman that I always pray for first in the Eucharistic prayers when we remember those who have gone before us, right? And so, just an incredibly beautiful, inspiring lady as we watched the pelican about six inches off the water going by us. I mean, literally, not even six inches, I don't think, Lisa. No, it... He was very close. Yeah. But Granny Reeves um, was the person of Jesus to me, and I didn't really realize it until after she passed away for a number of years. But what an incredible example of love. So I'd like to ask our listeners, who are the people in your life, okay, that are Jesus? You know, we may call them grandma or grandpa or mom or dad, but th there's really so much more to that, right? Because God is love. And so if we are experiencing this deep love from someone, right, as the water is getting very close, Lisa, um, then that person has got the spirit of God in them, right? Yeah. And, and, and so I think recognizing that there's something more than just a person or a family member mm. can really shape um, our relationship with them and with God yeah. to realize that he's working through people to love us. Yes. Any thoughts on that from you, Lisa? Um, well, Jesus is in all of it. Like, uh, did I tell the St. Veronica story? I don't know, but go ahead. Um, so uh, when we were in Spain, um, during the homilies, since I don't understand Spanish, I would just pray. And one of the things that I prayed about was for God to, um, uh, oh, reveal how he sees me. And so an uh, image of St. Veronica holding the veil with Jesus' face on it came into my mind. And it didn't really make much sense, so I just pushed it away. And then it came back. So I'm like, okay, well, what is it about St. Veronica that God's trying to tell me? But I couldn't really think of anything because I don't really know that all that much about her. And so I pushed it away again. And then the third time, only the veil was in my mind with uh, Jesus's face on it. So then it kind of took me a little while to kind of um, really, like I kind of thought I knew what God was saying, but I didn't feel like that could be true. That like God sees the Jesus in me, and, like He sees the Jesus in everyone. So that kind of is what you're talking about. So you realize, Lisa, that that was a prophetic image, right? Yeah. That you had. Yeah. You didn't think about that until I said it, did you? No, I, I did think about that um, just because of what we're learning at Encounter. Right. right. And then the interpretation yeah. is that you are loved. Yeah. Right? So that's that's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, because God sees us as his beloved children, just like Jesus was his beloved son. Right. So God speaks to us in many different ways as we have, re not Reveille, but whatever it is, the closing lowering of the flag here at the end at the military base um, this evening. So I think those are two great stories, Lisa, so we will call it a wrap if that's okay. okay. I'm Deacon Dave. Lisa. See you next time. Bye.